Welcome to the Queen and Jerk podcast with Sarah and Kyle, a fitness and lifestyle podcast where we talk about fitnessy things and life. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I know it's been a hot minute, but life happens. Um, today, we have a really, 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 really exciting episode. Um, I went to a Olympic lifting training camp down in San Diego, and I wanted to do a review, recap, life update, whatever um, kind of episode. So Kyle's here with me. Hey, everybody. And don't worry, she wore her mask. Everybody, don't worry about that. Yes, sometimes. So, sorry, I got a little close to the microphone there for a second. So, yeah, I went down to San Diego. Uh, Sage Bergner put on a women's Olympic lifting training camp for three days. It was two and a half days. And there were 12 of us girls. Um, Hold on. So it was okay. female only, right? It was, yes, girls only. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Except that dog Hank. Perfect. a boy. So, Sounds yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, there were people from all over. One girl from Florida, some from the Philadelphia Florida? area. Mm-hmm. All the way from Florida? From Florida. That's commitment. Commitment. That is commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, me, a couple girls from Oregon, and then I think most everyone else was from California. What part of Oregon were they from? Pendleton. What? What? If Do you, you don't know, know much about Pendleton? me, I am from Pendleton, Oregon. Yeah, so crazy story there. Shout out to Friday and <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> I had no idea that somebody had said that they were from Oregon. I was like, huh, oh, I wonder where they're from, but didn't really think much of it. And then when she got there and said that they were from Pendleton... <laughs> I was like, hey, do you know Kyle? <laughs> anyway, I guess they had known each other for a long time. So, um, yeah, it was really cool. It was cool to meet them. As and the saying goes, small world. So small. I mean, what are the odds, really? Yeah, it was it, not good. The odds are not good. But it was awesome um, to meet them and just everybody there. Everybody came from completely different backgrounds, it seemed like, and from all different levels. I feel... Like, I was definitely one of the newest to Olympic lifting. But um, there were women who had, you know, about as much experience as me or had never really had one-on-one coaching also like me. Uh, And then there were girls who had been lifting for, you know, six years uh, who were a lot more proficient in the movements and stronger (laughs) so it was good it was and ages too so like from 27 I think was the youngest up to um definitely 50 so I don't know exactly but um yeah so there is a 50 year old there throwing down I believe so at least late 40s that's awesome yeah yeah it was pretty awesome and there were people who you know found CrossFit or um and lifting and had lost like 50, 100 pounds, you know, wow. just completely changed their lives. And, um, you know, people who have been athletes forever. And so it was a nice range of people, super diverse, especially for 12 people. You know, it <laughs> it would be hard to pick that diverse a group if you were trying, trying to. to. <laughs> Very cool. So it was awesome. Yeah. What, uh, what movements did you guys focus on? Right. So uh, Olympic lifts are clean and jerk 
and the snatch. So that's what we went over most of the time that we were there. And I've never really had one-on-one coaching other than people seeing me in the gym and giving me a kind of cue or pointer here and there. I've never had anyone start from the ground up and walk through the entire movement on how it's done, why it's done that way. And, um, it was, it was awesome. And it definitely helped me understand not just what I'm doing wrong, but maybe how or what I can do to fix those, not necessarily fix those problems, but work on fixing right. those problems. Cause right. it's not like, well, I'm sure you learned too, like how much energy your body really can produce if you do the movements right technically totally yeah I definitely never felt like I was 100% fatigued as far as you know um, muscles go I never felt super sore or anything like that Mm -hmm. but it was definitely taxing on your CNS so that started to kind of wear down CNS is a central nervous system in case you've never heard that before yes central nervous system so because it takes a lot of force and accuracy at the same time it's um yeah it just taxes all those things so if you're not firing everything correctly and at the right time then you start missing lifts and obviously you don't want to hurt yourself right or now, other people around now who you. put on the clinic and a little bit about them what's their background so sage Bergner uh, is the daughter of Mike Bergner, who um, is, um, they do the CrossFit weightlifting classes, seminars, um, and she started uh, Olympic lifting when she was four in her dad's gym. So Mike's gym is the garage gym that he built off their house. Um, He started... Uh, I am going to mess up the story. So I'm going to just say what I do know. And that is he was a high school strength coach, I think, and would also coach kids in his gym, in his garage. And uh, it's just sort of evolved from there. So Sage started lifting when she was four and learned how to snatch and clean and jerk. I'm assuming it started at that time. So everything has been... Well, you can imagine most things that you learn when right. you're four years old are second nature. And how old is she now? 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's been doing this for a long time. Couple years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and she is the type of person who, if you've ever met one of these, you know, and it's amazing to watch, but a really natural coach mm-hmm. and really good at seeing things and also helping kind of with different cues to help correct what she sees you doing to kind of get you going in the right direction um so what'd you learn let's get into some some stuff what'd you learn about yourself what'd you learn as far as like you know what were you doing wrong what were you doing right um well it would be easier to talk about what i did right which is not a whole lot (laughs) effort my my passion is there (laughs) and my effort um Other than that, a lot of things, um, I learned a lot. So one thing that changed in both lifts, well, two things changed in both lifts for sure. And that is my hand placement and my foot placement on the land of each lift. So 
for the snatch, I did end up bringing my hands in a little bit. They were a little too wide. And that just helped. It just really helped the movement feel a little bit more natural. It was a minor adjustment uh, as far as my hand placement goes, but it really made a big difference. Um, Probably get a better pull, be my guess. Um, it seems like when I'm too wide with mine, I don't feel like I can pull the bar. Mm. That's just me. But more control. Yeah. Um, it kind of just helped me get a little bit under the bar and punch up a little bit faster, which okay. it's, I mean, a minor adjustment, so you're punching up a little bit further i suppose but Mm -hmm. um just the angle that my arms are in feels a lot more natural so that and then the clean and jerk i moved my grip out about a half a thumb width length width and that does not feel as natural in the um in the catch position or the rack where you're you know where you catch the clean and then you go to jerk Mm -hmm. but Everything in between feels a lot better. So my jerk does feel a lot better. And I am, I think, able to get my hand in the right position once I kind of re-grip the bar. So it feels a lot more natural that way. But holding that rack position is not as comfortable for sure. Um, And then my landing position on my feet was moved out quite a bit, I would say. And... That had to do with the length of my femurs, which is apparently pretty long. Okay. And I'd never really thought much about that. You know, because everything that I've learned about squatting, and mind you, I have been in the fitness industry my entire life. Like, I started going to the gym when I was 13, (laughs) and I have personal training certifications and coaching that I've been... Anyway, so I've been doing this for a really long time, and I've always kind of based my foot placement on my squat based off of my hips. It's a and, wider stance, right? Right. So on both I, movements? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so um, I moved my feet out probably a good foot width wide on each side. It's pretty wide. And that has made a m- massive difference. So not only do I feel like, okay, my legs actually have room to get down and and I can generate a lot more power going back up. But I also feel like my I actually can feel my feet on the ground. Like before, it was just like an effort to hold them in that position. Um, I think just because my legs were kind of fighting it, but now having my feet in that position, I actually can feel my feet like pressing down into the ground. Cool. It's a it's pretty awesome. That's good. Yeah. So, Better but obviously balance, that's I'm a sure too. yeah, that's yeah. a huge change because you're um, just like everything. It happens really fast, so you know you're jumping up with a bar and then landing, and trying to learn to land with your feet <laughs> in a completely different spot takes a lot of time to adjust. So mm-hmm. uh, I've been doing my back and front squats with that same position. Um, so hopefully it'll kind of transition and feel a lot or land a lot more naturally. Right you know, over time, but yeah, it's made a big difference. So those are two big, big changes right off the bat. Um, and then the, I would say what I noticed the biggest thing, um, that I do wrong is I start pulling right away, um, with my upper body instead of, 
letting my legs, legs do the work and then just pulling myself underneath the bar for the snatch I'm talking. I do the same probably for this. I was going to say clean. But it's a lot more obvious in the snatch um, because the bar has a lot further to travel. I guess you the True. bar isn't traveling further, but you know what I'm trying to say. Right, yeah. Um, it's one movement instead of two to get the bar over your head. So um, I haven't been utilizing my legs as much as I can. And I'm sure that is very common. I know I'm guilty. I um, know that's probably one of the first things they notice about people when they come in there. I'm mm-hmm. sure, you know. Yeah. Just for people listening, you know, like if you're, don't be hard on yourself. I'm sure if you're just starting out doing cleans and snatches, you know, it's something to take a look at. You know, I know I'm guilty of it still. I'm still working on that. Um, let your legs do all the work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're big muscles. Let those work. A lot bigger than my arms yep. anyway. Yep. <laughs> um, so that was a big thing. And then um, the other thing is I have a really hard time with getting it down into a full squat position on both the snatch and the clean because I don't have a lot of confidence with my squat. Um, when I started lifting, I wasn't very strong, and but I've always been able to generate power enough to get the bar into the right position. So I've kind of relied on that and never trusted that when I get into the squat position that I can get out of it. Um, so only one way to go, though, right? That's right. Straight up. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I worked on that a lot there too, is just, you know, getting down into that squat position, trusting that you're going to bounce out of it or have the strength to get out of it. Uh, So that's one thing that I need to work on a lot too, but I have, you know, from my experience there, Mm -hmm. trusted a little bit more in myself and the things that I've learned to get out of it. Good. I guess if that makes sense. So what, would you recommend this to other people to do this? Yeah, it was amazing. And did you guys do like team building stuff or anything mm-hmm. like that or just learn how to lift and, and have fun? It was all those things. So it was um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning. So we did um, Friday morning. We all gathered and did a quick um, meet and greet intro kind of cool. thing and went around and everybody introduced themselves. And then we did a quick session where we started with snatch and I guess quick, it was probably a couple hours. And then we had lunch. Did they feed you lunch? We brought our own food for lunch. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we did breakfast and lunch on our own and then dinner we had together. So we had, we had lunch and then we all kind of chatted and then we went right into the afternoon session, uh, which was clean and jerk on Friday, I guess both days. And then after that, we went, Everybody went their own way and showered up, and then we had dinner at the Bergner's house, um, Mike's house, and Leslie, Mike and Leslie's house. What'd they cook you? Uh, we had um, chicken bowls, mm, so good. rice, beans, cool. chicken, avocado, guacamole. It was good. Easy. 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 Yeah. So we sat around the fire pit, and everybody kind of told stories, and um, it was good, and then... So that was Friday. And that then, was so Friday. Saturday. And then Saturday morning, we started at 9, I think. And then we we started also with some strength work 
before we went into the snatch work. So we did some um, strength work on the hill. Their driveway is, I don't know, 150 meters maybe. It's a long driveway. And So the driveway is 500 feet long almost? It's probably close to that. It's, it's at least long. 100. It's a long driveway. Maybe it's 100. It doesn't matter. It seems longer. It doesn't matter. When you're pushing wheelbarrows and stuff <laughs> like that. So we all, so there were five, I think, different implements. We had um, a sled push, like a prowler, and then the sled that you pull, like um, with a harness yep. strap. Straps over your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pull it behind you. Yes. Cool. And then we had a wheelbarrow. Yeah. That looked cool. That you put weights on. Um, and then we did a farmer's carry. A sandbag carry and overhead carry. So those were the... Sandbag carries. Can't breathe. You can't breathe. (laughs) But the fun part is not only do you go up, but you also have to go down with it. So it was fun. Um, That was one of my favorite of the whole weekend. And then there was... So that was Saturday. That was Saturday. And along with that, we broke up into groups. So one group was doing that and the other group was doing... Lifting um, stuff. I think it was Turkish get-ups, lunges, and pull-ups. Oh, okay. It was more of a like a warm-up kind of conditioning thing. Uh, and then we went into Snatch, and then we had a nutrition lecture for lunch on Saturday. Very cool. Um, while everybody was eating, and she was awesome. So you hear that, folks? You learn more than just you know <laughs> Snatch, Clean, and Jerk. You also learn um, how to eat right, how to eat right, and that's important. It is important. Very important. That's more important than the actual lifting part, in my opinion. Yeah. So remember that. Because that is what you do all day long, and you're only lifting for a couple right. hours. Abs, <laughs> yeah. abs are made in the kitchen, That's not right. in the weight room. Remember you can't out-exercise a bad diet. You just can't. You uh, can't. Yeah, so we, did, um, so we did that lecture, uh, finished up lunch, and then we did our clean and jerk session in the afternoon. And then had dinner at Sage's house that night, on Saturday okay. night. So it was more kind of girl bonding time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) It was awesome. We sat around the fire pit at her house. And then for a couple hours, we had tacos. And um, Sage made her world-famous peanut butter cookies. Oh, they're world-famous. World-famous. And then then Sunday morning, we wrapped up. So we started at 8.30. Um, because a couple of girls were catching flights that morning. So we started at 8.30. We did um, work up to a heavy snatch and clean and jerk and then front squats. And I never really got to a heavy weight um, on either one, but heavy enough that it was challenging for me to work on the things that I was trying to work on. So it was perfect. I really couldn't have gone heavier. Well, and I think you'd probably agree, and most coaches would agree, I think it's more important to get your technique down first. So right. don't get in a hurry and think you got to lift super heavy all right away. You're not going to do yourself any good, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. and, you know, it's technique, the old technique. adage, like, lift heavy, or lightweight should look heavy and heavyweight should look light. So for me, one of the other things, and I didn't talk about this too, is what they say, finishing your lift. So getting full extension mm-hmm. on the jump is really hard for me, especially with lighter weights, because I feel like well, it's too easy. I don't need to, for yeah, one. Yeah. And I also kind of rush trying to get under the bar 
um, instead of finishing the lift. So that's one thing that I was working on too, is just trying to make sure that I finish the lift. Right. So, yeah. Cool. It was good. Where was that at again? It was in San Diego. Nice. Um, So So it was nice weather. It was so nice. Very cool. Yeah, it was 70s to 80s. um, We did it at Mike's Garage Gym. So it was cool. Lots of legends have lifted there. So if anybody listening, you know, is looking to do something similar, definitely look it up. Look online. See if it's something you can do. Yeah, so Bergner Strength is the website for Bergner Strength. And then um, I, Sage will post things on her Instagram, which is where I found this camp. Um, So they fill up fast, obviously. Um, 12 people goes pretty fast. Right. But, yeah, it was definitely well worth it. It was really, really fun. It was um, really awesome coaching and uh, just getting inspired by other women and having just that time alone. (laughs) Like, uh, by alone, I just mean from away from your everyday distractions to really kind of connect with people and um, get out of your, for me, getting out of my head a little bit. And um, yeah, it was awesome. Sounds like a good trip. It was a really good trip. trip. Anything else? I wanted to stay. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to stay forever? I mean, yeah, I don't know. If I don't I know about forever. California, it's California. But... No offense, Californians, but <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, but it was, yeah, it was good. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. So and then that... I got to spend. Um, so in addition to this camp, I did also get to have lunch with my nutrition coach who lives cool. in San Diego. So shout out to Jen Ryan, who is also awesome. She's like one of the best masters athletes. Um, so I'm really, really fortunate to work with her too, or her work with me, or however you want to say it, but work together. I've definitely come a long ways with my nutrition and just my kind of mindset around training in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll just touch on that real quick. I One of the things that I talked about at the camp and also have talked about I don't know recently I feel like at least in the last year it's just been a different journey for me coming from kind of as an endurance athlete and also the culture that I was raised in uh, and um, not necessarily my parents but society and this is not new, a new concept. I know everybody's aware of this, but um, trying to always make myself smaller, and not only that, but then looking at you know my race times and always trying to get faster and having a smaller number there. It's really been cool and a complete mindset shift to see not only like yeah my weight is going up and on the scale. I'm also eating at least twice as much as I used to, and also seeing the weight that I can lift go up. So instead of seeing like trying to fight for numbers to go down, it is kind of a cool process to like get really excited about things going up. Um, if that makes any sense. So, and just being more comfortable with myself and taking up space and being bigger and not always trying to make myself smaller. So even just small things like sitting up tall instead of trying to 
shrink my shoulders in to make them smaller. So People I, do that? I didn't know that was a thing. It's a thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Must be... Is that a girl thing? Well, it's definitely a me thing. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's all okay. girls, but I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm a giant, but I'm not short, and I have broad shoulders. <laughs> so That's a good thing. <laughs> I've, it can be uncomfortable when you don't want the attention for those things also. I would think... I know you don't uh, understand it. I don't get it. I'm sorry, ladies. Is... I don't get it. I would want people to compliment me on my shoulders. That's a good thing. <laughs> the point is, I am finally embracing those things that I cannot change even if I wanted to. Okay. Cool. All right. That sounds like a pretty good trip, Sarah. It was a trip. It was awesome. It was like a lot of fun. It was really fun. And we're going to wrap it up real quick with just a small little touch on politics again. Oh, boy. Yeah. We're going to cover this second round of lockdowns. Um, I understand everybody, whoever's listening, I understand it sucks. I get it. I don't agree with it. The science does not back it up. And I know we've all heard the science, follow the science, follow the science. But in my opinion, a lot of people aren't following the science they say they're actually following. Um, So these lockdowns, in my opinion, are ridiculous. And I'm sure a lot of you would agree with that. You know, we can do our part, obviously. Wear a mask, okay? All that good stuff. Social distance. Um, But I just, just hang in there, everybody. Hang in there. I understand, especially small business owners. I get it. If you're in a state that gets locked down again, my heart breaks for you. Okay. Um, what I just wanted to touch on, though, was just remember at the end of the day when this is all said and done, who broke their own lockdown rules over and over again. Just remember that, okay? Because when they do stuff like that, they don't agree with what they're actually implementing towards all of us, obviously, or they'd follow their own rules, okay? I get it. It sucks. and But we're Americans and we can get through this. All right? Anything else, Sarah? Yeah. I, along those lines, I don't know what happened with the second round of lockdowns, but it definitely hit me way harder than, than it has up until this point. And I, think I, I know feel why. like I'm not alone in that. No, you're not. And so I just wanted to share that this has been really, really hard. I mean, my work hasn't changed a whole lot. My life really hasn't changed a whole lot. But it's really sad to see the impact that it's had on our town. Our town. You know, we I, I know a lot of the business owners that have struggled through this. And um, I it's not to say that I'm not taking this seriously. Like, obviously, coronavirus is a serious thing. We need to take precautions. I don't want anyone to get sick. I would never intentionally try to make anybody sick. I am careful. I wear my mask in public. You know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. But it has been really hard. And I just, you know, you, we're going to get through this together. Um, I don't know what that looks like yet, but <laughs> we're going to make yeah. it. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's uh, it's tough. It's really tough. And 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 lastly, I think um, I think a lot of people would agree. Unless you're really protective of your kids, I get it. If you are, they're your kids. You do your thing. But kids should be in school. That's the safest place for them. It is not at home inside. Our kids are getting. Or it feels so bad for the kids of this country right now. They need to be in school. Period. End of story. 
Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot that behind that statement for Tons. sure. I don't know that we necessarily need to unpack it, but no. I do think that. Just the science is there. <clears throat> it's there. Yeah. It's there. All right, y'all. Okay. So hang in there, everybody. Let me know if you have any questions about the camp. Um, I am happy to tell you more about it in detail if you'd like. Um, please, but- please subscribe to our uh, podcast and, uh, and uh, give us a review if you get a chance. But yes. only five stars. We don't, <laughs> we don't do anything besides five stars. Thank you for listening. And let us know if you have any questions about anything or if there's anything that you um, want to know more about. Thanks, guys.